episode 69 of the Geek Card Games Podcast, the only podcast where your hosts are butt-ass naked for this episode. Yeah, because this episode 16... Wait, what? That, what, Jim? Oh, did you not get that memo, Jim? Oh, fuck. Well, this is awkward. I'm in my birthday suit. Sam, how you doing? You're my co-host. Uh, I'm I'm good. I'm a little chilly with the whole no-clothes situation. Yeah. But, um, this is I definitely mean, one of the episodes you should check out on YouTube. GeekCardGames.com slash YouTube. Definitely check it out. Yeah, because, um, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty cold. A little nipply, as they say down here in the South. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is why I'm not a nudist, just because I get cold so, so much that, mm-hmm. I mean... Fair. You know, I mean... Fun story. My brother dated a girl who, the rest of her family were nudists, and mm-hmm. she was not, from what I yeah. understood, and made going over to her house very awkward for him. As you could probably imagine, because she had a twin sister, and it's, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if this is a real story or if you're just making this up. <laughs> no, it's it's real. Like I remember this happening, and him coming home constantly and being like, "Cody, it's so weird." And I'm like, "It's crazy, man. I don't even know what I do this day. I'm fucking twelve. What do you want from me?" Um, <laughs> um. Anyways, welcome to episode 69 of the Geek Car Games Podcast. We are a video game podcast. Um. Some housekeeping. Um, so, hey guys, it's time to you know sit down. Mom and Dad, I gotta have a talk with you. Um, so, recently, Sam and I sat down together, and we have decided that the podcast will be coming to an end uh, with episode seventy. Um, I think when we started this journey together, we kind of had a uh, silent agreement that when this didn't become fun for both of us, not fun, when this became a hassle. It's always been fun. It's always always been fun. Just, uh, you know, it put, it it takes a lot of effort to make the podcast every week. It's a, it's a pretty big commitment to do that. And, you know, we've been doing it for over a year and we've been having a great time and we still have tons of fun whenever we sit down to record the podcast together because we have fun together no matter what. Uh, But, you know, we just want to have some time, more time to ourselves, more time to do other things and uh, just uh, experience life a little bit differently. So that's what's going on. Yeah, it's uh, it's not you, it's us. Um, you know, as they say in those bad breakup movies. Um, and mom and dad still love you all very much. Don't yeah, don't think know, that we don't. You know, you can still come over to both houses on Christmas. Um so we'll we should still like, have Christmas together. Yeah, we'll still have Christmas together. Yeah. Uh so what this means is that just the the podcast and like is coming to an end. We're still gonna have our Discord community. You can still join there anytime. We're gonna keep that going. We're still gonna be active on Twitter, I'm sure. Um Maybe we'll do a live stream every now and then. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We're feeling spontaneous. Um, but the weekly podcast will be coming in to an end next episode. Um, you'll probably be seeing this uh, before because we're recording this as we're, we're yeah. going to split uh, segment this out. Um, and yeah, uh, there's no bad blood between me and Sam. This is we both came to this decision together. This is it's been fun. You know, we've made a weekly podcast for every year now, and but it, it can be a hassle sometimes, and we just want to have fun. We want to go do our own yeah. thing. We want to play games for ourselves instead of being like, oh, exactly. what random obscure Japanese video game do I need to go play today, Oniguri, I'm looking at you, to have something to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, Oniguri, you sucked. 
Uh, it's episode 69. I'm off the chain today. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that is uh, the housekeeping out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no we're gonna, worries. We're going to miss you guys and gals and other people. And uh, we love you guys. Don't, don't, don't forget that. Yeah, and we're still going to be around. We're still going to be playing games with our friends. We're still going to be having community nights. Uh, we're just not going to be committed to do this every week. So yeah, yeah. it's all good. No worries, guys. And gals right. and non-binary. Oh. Yes. Trying to work on my language. We're we're doing our best. <laughs> but we still got two more podcasts to do, Sam. Before this is this show's over. And one of them is episode sixty-nine. Hell yeah! See, all right. <laughs> A little bit more housekeeping. Um, you know, if you keep your uh, some thoughts and prayers for us people down here in Louisiana and the South. There is a tropical storm slash hurricane. I don't understand which one it is at this point. Um, I think it's a tropical storm until it hits land and then it's a hurricane. I am making yeah. this up. I don't actually know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, there's a tropical storm slash hurricane about to bear down on the south down here. So if you can keep your thoughts and prayers for us, uh, that'd be great. You know, uh, if you don't know, my house flooded three years ago and uh, I'd like it to not happen ever again. So, yeah. Um, Hey, we're a video game podcast. Enough of the sad stuff. Let's get to the fun stuff. Sam, tell me a blap about a blout. I'm, I'm already messing up the name. Screwed up this name. It's so bad. About it makes you just mess up Megan. Blood Garden, Death Harp. No, Death Garden Blood Harvest. I That's got it right it. the That's second it, time. Sir. Yeah. So why don't you just take four words and put them together in a random order, and they're badass sounding words, and that's how you get the title of a game. A hundred percent. Someone was listening to Pandora heavy metal playlist and heard these four words in a song. Were like, there we fucking go. I mean, to be fair, part of the game is you're harvesting blood, so that makes oh. sense. And I mean, I guess I don't remember what the story was. It's a thing, but I guess this is an, like a competitive arena that's called the Death mm -hmm. Garden. You're out in in nature, so you know, garden fits. You're getting killed, death. I say it's a fair title. Yes, Cody. I think this is made by the same people who made Dead by Daylight. It is. In fact, okay. it is. I thought okay. it sounded familiar. Okay, continue. Yes, Sorry. yes. So, Death Garden Blood Harvest is another asymmetrical game. In this one, there are, I think, five harvesters. I think they're called survivors, actually. Doesn't matter. And then one hunter, okay? So, the hunter is playing pretty much a first-person shooter, and they are invincible. They got bullets. They're coming after people. Uh, the survivor harvesters, their job is to go to these little stations and harvest blood and then uh, go deposit it in a place. Because, you know, I, in the future, blood is a commodity, I guess. There was a story. I wasn't paying attention to it. Uh but that's not the point. The point is, this game is really fun, Cody. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, it's in early access on Steam right now only. Eventually, it'll be coming to consoles, I'm sure. Um, but this is my... So far, it's, it's my favorite asymmetrical game. It's uh, oh, very, better than Friday the 13th, better than Dead by Daylight. I know. I know it's shocking, right? But what makes this game different is... <clears throat> 
it's so fast paced. Like it's an action game. Like both of the other games are really stealth. You're trying to be sneaky. You're trying to hide. This one, you're just like running around as fast as you can. You've got fast movement speed. Uh, the survivors can like kind of do this like wall climb if they're trying to jump up on something that's too big. Uh, they've got a dodge roll that they can do. Um, and also the matches are only eight minutes long. So like you're in there, you're getting your stuff done and it's, it's going to end pretty fast. And I just like this, this fast action-y pace to it. I will say I love playing as the survivor. Uh, playing as the hunter is not as much fun, in my opinion. As you know, I've never been good in that type of role in asymmetrical games, except for the time you gave me your power in Friday the 13th, and then I did okay. But um, I'm just not as good uh, with, with this hunter. Um, even though I'm invincible, I managed to kill myself by accidentally walking off the map. Because... Oh. In true Sam fashion. Um, but yeah, so what the hunter is supposed to do is uh, get at least four kills, and then that opens the gate, and so the fifth person left could try to escape through the gate. The survivors are trying to deposit 140 units of blood. I think it's 140. I might make that up. It was a weird number. Uh, but they're trying to deposit this amount of blood, and if they deposit it, then the gate opens, and like everybody who's still alive can go try to escape. Or if eight minutes hits, just the gate opens and then people can try to escape. And so while the hunter's goal is to kill people, um, the hunter will get more experience if they just kind of knock them and then leave them and don't fully kill them. Because you can get knocked and just kind of respawn as a, as a survivor. And so then like the hunter can like knock you multiple times and just keep racking up their XP. And so when the game first launched, they were having a lot of trouble uh, because hunters were just killing people and like it wasn't as much fun. So they implemented some changes and like let you just like do this to make it more conducive to not kill the survivors right away. And when I was playing, most of the hunters were really good about not killing you right away. Like if there was like, like maybe a minute and a half left in the game. I'm sorry, there's a train. I'm so sorry. Um, once there was like down to like a minute and a half or less, then they'd kill you if they caught you just to like, you know, but that's fine. Um, but it's just like really fun. You can, uh, you get your XP and then you get kind of some t types of crafting materials that you can use to unlock other survivor characters and then also like perks and skills for those people. So, I'm oh, sorry. So the survivors, you've got a bow and arrow, but it's not for shooting the hunter. Uh, what you do with your bow and arrow is um, first you can shoot things to kind of ping them and show your teammates where they are. So like the towers where you deposit blood, you want to ping those and make sure that they stay highlighted as long as possible so everybody can see where they are. You can ping the places where you get blood. Uh, there are these... Um, I, I'm going to call them energy cores. I don't remember what they're called, but you can pick up the energy cores. Um, you can pick up ammo and you can pick up health. So ammo is just your regular ammo for shooting stuff. Uh, these energy cores help with your special ability. So the person that I started with, um, their special ability was I could shoot a smoke arrow. And so it'd make a little smoke bomb and I could use it to try to get away if a uh, hunter was after me. Um, but other characters, they have a thing where their special ability is they can just like go invisible for a, a couple seconds, um, do different things like that. There were different like healing abilities and stuff. It was pretty cool. So there's like just a lot to do. Um, I'm sorry. Also, so the hunter uses the same energy cores to 
you know, they'll collect those and then they'll go find these drones that are just around the map and they can use an energy core to activate the drone. And so it'll raise up into the sky and make a radius. And if you step in that radius, you're highlighted and the hunter can see where you are. Um, mm. And so you can also, the survivors can use their bow and arrows to take down those drones. So uh, basically the hunter's job is just to like set these drone traps, try to get people, kill them. Uh, the hunters are supposed to, the survivors are supposed to be depositing the blood. And then once that, once the, the, gateway opens you're just supposed to escape so it's a pretty simple concept but like i just i had a blast playing it um, yeah. not as the hunter i didn't have fun as the hunter but i had fun as the survivor and it's just because it's so actiony and it's so fast and it's it's never it's never dull so i really enjoyed it it sounds like a very interesting take on an asymmetrical game it seems like there's a lot of components uh where normally like in friday 13 it's like hey do one of these objectives to escape yeah. Or die. And same thing. But it seems like there's a lot of like elements at play here. So that's pretty cool. That's, that's, uh, I like asymmetrical games, as we know. You know, Cry 13, yeah. Dead by Daylight. I'm actually like, sitting there, I'm like, man, I really want to play some Dead by Daylight right now. Because they just uh, introduced Ghostface as a uh, character. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for this. Thing. And when you said first person for the hunter, by first person shooter, I was like, yeah. I'm in. This sounds like a game for me. Yeah, um, you you would really like it. I'm sure it's coming to console as soon as they oh get yeah, their stuff definitely. worked out. Because, I mean, Dead by Daylight's everywhere, so this one will yeah. be too. Right. Cody, I meant to ask you, I forgot. Speaking of asymmetrical games, did you see what I posted in the Discord? The game called Don't Even Think? No, I did not. Oh my god, no, what see, I posted it and like nobody replied to me. I'm like, come on, people. Uh, it's an asymmetrical game that just came out yesterday on oh. PS4 and it's free to play, Cody. And Ooh. it's an asymmetrical game of some sort. I don't really understand it. I just saw this trailer. But basically, there are people with guns and then there are also werewolves, Cody. And so they're... I'm in. They're fighting each other. But then once the... Um, rescue chopper comes i believe like it's one of those things where only one person can escape so then it's pvp against the gun people oh, against shit. each other i think i'm in um dude like i don't know why people were more excited about this so we need to have a game night about that because it's free to play yeah so that's really awesome so yeah so we'll try to get something together for that but uh yeah all kinds of asymmetrical games going on these days so that was Death Garden Blood Harvest. We got it. Good job. Yeah. Second, so you started talking about. Also, Harvester sounds like a lot cooler than Survivors. Just if you need to take that. I don't remember what they're called. I just make Death Garden up Blood Harvest. You know. Yeah. Um, so real quick, I'm gonna talk about Teppin. Um, you may know what this game is because last week they sent out these timers to a bunch of people. And a lot of people thought there were bombs, and one guy actually cracked his open because he thought it was a bomb. He wanted to make sure, which didn't seem like the smartest thing. Because what if it was a bomb? I thought I thought Greg Miller got dared to open his on the GameCast. He did, yeah. But then another guy was like, "Hey, just so you know, don't send these to people the day before Fourth of July." I was like, "Very smart, you know." I mean, um, I don't know who would think they were getting a bomb. I mean, I guess. So this is from Gung Ho Media. Uh, with a partnership th through Capcom. And so what it is, it is a card game using all of Capcom's properties. So Street Fighter, Monster Hunter, uh, Darkstalkers, Mega Man. Wait a minute, Cody. Tell me, the one I, tell me what I want to hear, Cody. 
I'm Resident Evil. They had uh, Wes Wesker, Wesker. Yes, uh-huh. they had Wesker, and uh, who was Big Muscly Boy from Resident Evil Five? Why, why am I forgetting his name? Um, the guy yeah. you play as? Not Leon, but um, Chris yeah. Redfield. Chris, yeah, had Chris Redfield okay. as well. I saw uh, and Devil May Cry. It was the other. Uh, I'm sure there's other like smaller um, Capcom things. I don't know that are also in this game. So are you, but, are, is this on mobile? Yes, it's on mobile. Okay. Um, I think they're maybe on Steam as well. Yes, it's free. Okay. Um, so it is a card game based around there are I I want to say three lanes where you play character cards. There are three lanes. You play character cards in each of those lanes, and this bar goes across the screen. And if there's no character card in the lane across from you, you deal direct damage to the enemy. But if there's a character there, they hit each other. Uh, and there are these things called action moves, and you can build up a combo meter with action moves, where like, if you know you have enough mana, because the way mana works in this game is you start at four, and then it builds up, and like, if you play a card, it jumps back down, it keeps building, stuff like that. Um, Does it increase with each turn, or is it always just like about four? turn-based. There's a five-minute oh. time limit. Okay. And I think once the five minutes is up, that's the end of the game. Whoever has the most health wins. Okay. So it's kind of like a race against like time, and also depends on like like most of the cards they give you in the base starter deck, uh, which your character in the base is Ryu because I think he's probably the most popular Capcom character they have. Debatable. Uh, debatable. Um, so I just did the tutorial and I opened. Uh, they give you a lot of these like ticket pack uh, card tickets is what they call them. So you can buy packs of cards. Um, it seems like a very interesting concept. So you, there's the monster cards and there's these action cards where like you can, your opponent may pay, cast an action where like they're giving a monster more health. Because you want to have a lot of health so you can stay in that slot for a long time and eventually do some damage. Uh, and then you can respond with an action of like deal damage. And then they can respond with an action of like shield yourself. And like it kind of builds this like combo thing and then like I think you get a bonus if your combo ends up winning. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Uh, and then each hero has an action. And like when I did mine, I could I just destroyed a, a creature because like you could ask, you cast a Hadouken. And there's a cool little animation that pops up on the screen of like Ryu you doing Hadouken. Um, it is a pretty interesting game. I got through the tutorial and I opened a pack. It I'm not sure. It you know all these card games they do they are pretty much pay to win because the more you pay the more cards you get the better decks you can build. The one pack I opened, I here's my big issue with this game. Uh, one I did not find the gameplay very enthralling. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, I just was I was I felt very bored the entire tutorial. I was like, oh, this is just lame. Well, really I'm like going to, to be fair, I think a lot of tutorials are yeah. bored. And then once you get into it, because like I've had that with games where I'm like, man, this is so boring. But then once you get into it, it's better. Yeah. And like, they like, and then I wasn't exactly sure, like, could I go build a deck right away or should I wait? And I opened a card pack. They didn't do a very good job of telling me like what I got in the card pack. Like they showed me the name of characters and actions I got. Mm-hmm. And I knew some of them. Like, I knew one from, like, when I played Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I knew one of the characters from that. Um, I think this is pretty... It's a pretty interesting game. If you really love Capcom properties, I think you'd have a lot of fun with this if you enjoy card games. Um, 
the first thing they have you do is you you Ryu and you fight Rathalos from Monster Hunter. So I was like, oh, this is pretty neat. Uh, and there does seem to be a storyline going on. I'm not sure if you can keep doing something to a story. I think they did mention like, oh, you can go play solo play and like unlock more cards that way. Um, but I think the premise is that like all these Capcom characters are coming to this realm of illusion. And Ryu is like your main character through that. And like Ryu is like dealing with like some dark forces that are like controlling him. It's interesting. Um, I had, I had like, I enjoyed my time with it. It's just, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back to it. I may give it a couple more tries. I may see if like how the online plays and stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's Teppin. I feel like there's a, like, it's got like a subtitle, but I don't know what the hell the subtitle is. It's, I just, I knew it was Teppin. I, I heard about Teppin? it. T-E-P-P-E-N. Um, okay. I remember they talked about it on the games cast and then I listened to the giant bomb cast and the guy was talking about it and he was saying he was enjoying it a little bit. Um, so yeah. So you can play like solo campaign and then also online against other players? Yes, because I think he okay. said, the guy on Bombcast said he did an online game and the guy quit. So he won. So he's like, I'm going okay. I'm to I'm leave on top. I won. I'm going to know. Sounds like me. Flawless. <laughs> um, so yeah, tapping. Pretty interesting. Okay. Um, I definitely, if you're interested in Capcom games, go for it. Uh, Sam, tell me about Brothers. A Tale of two sons correct correct yeah, I'm, I'm getting these names right see i'm i only play games that have a colon and a subtitle anymore like i don't just play straight named games it's like no it needs to be a little more complex so it's probably pretty bad i was like it's episode 69 she said colon and i gotta make a joke about that and i i can't make a colon joke <laughs> that's that's not the sexiest of yeah. organs don't be, be fucking colons about. kids that's that's weird I appreciate so, the effort. So. Selling your bath water on the internet. What are you doing? Anyways. Anyways. Um, so, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. I, I maybe have talked about this before because I played the demo a long time ago on PS3. Yeah. Let me tell I didn't care for it. Um, this is from the developer uh, who made A Way Out. Uh, Joseph Ferris from, oh, yes. uh, you know, Game Awards. You might remember him from a couple years ago. Um and so, like, I really liked A Way Out and what he did with that. So, like, I'd been interested in this game. Um, but the premise is you're playing as two brothers and uh, you have one controller and you've got the left joystick and the left trigger controls one brother and then the right joystick and the right trigger controls the other brother. So you're having to be, like, kind of ambidextrous in your controls to get these two guys uh, where they need to be. Uh, I tried to make that sexual. didn't work out. Um, Okay. Incest is wrong. Anyway, sorry, continue. Uh, that, uh, that wasn't where that was headed. Jeez. Okay. Okay, that, that's a whole other game. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, but yeah, so I had trouble with the controls originally, and then I got mm. into this one puzzle in the demo, and I couldn't figure it out, and I got mad and stopped, like I do, right? Um, but uh, my friend Amy from Third Player Games, she played it and she highly recommended it. She wanted me to play it because she said there was this creature in the game that she fell in love with and she wanted me to fall in love with it as well. And if there's one thing I like, it's falling in love with creatures. So I was like, okay, let me let me give this another go. And it's a really short game. So she said it was like three and a half hours or something. And I think I did it in like three because, you know, I don't fool around. Um, but... <laughs> 
So after after a little while, I, like I kind of started getting used to the to the dual control thing, and it's like this is this is okay. I got to the part where I remembered where I quit before. It was this puzzle where little brother had to get in this like hamster wheel and run to make the bridge come down. Uh, but okay. then as soon as he stopped, the bridge would go up, and so like I didn't know how to get little brother across. Apparently, I okay, you know me. I went to Google. I had to Google a few things in this game. It was fine. Uh, Big Brother goes and picks up a sheep and carries it back and puts the sheep on the hamster wheel. And it runs. And then both brothers can get across. So, hey, that's a that's a fun, pretty easy puzzle. Like, yeah. uh, I just couldn't, you know, sometimes my brain doesn't work that way. And I would say that about pretty much most of the game. Like, none of the puzzles were really too hard. I did have to Google a few things to look up, but it really wasn't that bad. And a lot of stuff I could figure out on my own. And after I had played for a little while, I got to this part where you're kind of climbing the walls of this castle and the two brothers have tied themselves together on a rope because what they're kind of doing is like there are these like little things sticking out of the castle. So like... One will be on one and one will be on the other. And so then one brother will let go and just swing and like leapfrog past the other one and then hook onto the one on the other side of the brother. And so it's just like this kind of swinging mechanic. Mm -hmm. And it was really fun. Like at that point, I kind of really started to enjoy the actual mechanical gameplay of the game. And uh, and I was having a good time. There were a few parts that I that had other stuff that I really wasn't into, but um once I got into that, I was like, you know, this is this is pretty fun. Uh, there are quite a few lovely creatures in this game. So I was just playing. I was like, you know, keeping my eye on them. I'm like, here's I've got got a little collection of a few that I think could be this creature that she was in love with. And then I got to this part in the game, Cody, and I saw this creature. And just all of a sudden, like, my heart was just filled with light. And I was just like, oh, my God. I just, just seeing this creature is to love it. And I was like, this must be what she was talking about. And I was so excited. And I was like, this is just wonderful. And so I messaged her. I was like, oh, I found it. It's this. And she's like, oh, actually, it wasn't that one for me. I mean, I liked it. And I was like, huh. So that's just to say that this game has so many lovely creatures that everyone can find their own little creature to fall in love with. Um... So, this is, all right, this is really weird, because, like, I I don't want to spoil anything, and I don't exactly know how to, like, tell it. There was this really powerful moment towards the end of this game, and oddly, it was tied into the mechanics of the game. Like, you've been playing a certain way all this way, and then something happened, and you had to do something in a different way. And at first I was really mad because I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do to get past this puzzle area. And I was like, what is happening? And then once I figured it out and what I had to do, it was just like, oh my God. It was like brilliant what they, what they did with the mechanical gameplay and how it tied into the story. And I mean, you know me, I get pretty emotional about stuff, but like it made me cry. I was just like, wow. Um, and just for that alone almost like i feel like this game is so worth playing um it's it's just it's it's a unique concept on its own just because you're controlling these two characters that way and it's a wonderful story that you go through and of course the lovely creatures and it's just like it just it feels like a super unique game that's like mm -hmm. just doing things in a different way than you what you ever might have expected 
and I feel like it's one of a kind and it's extremely well done and I highly recommend it and like I said it's not very long it's it took me about three hours I think and um uh oh it's on game pass that's that's why I was so willing to play it again because like I didn't have to pay for it um but yeah I was because I was checking I got because I was following this walkthrough to like see how far I was because yeah, I was talking with Amy and she's like, oh, I think you're almost to the end. And I was like, I don't think I am because I didn't think I was. I thought I was still on like chapter four. And then like it had shown me like comparing my achievements with my friends. And it showed that Melissa had played this and it showed she got to chapter nine. And I was like, oh, I don't think I'm close at all. But then I got to the end and there didn't seem to be nine chapters. Like when you go back, you finish the yeah. game and you can do like the chapter select. There were not nine chapters. So I'm like. I don't understand what Melissa did or how, if there's like some hidden chapter that I didn't find. Um, but anyway, it's really cool. Like I can't recommend it highly enough. And, uh, you know, just if you think it feels awkward and it's not for you, maybe just give it a chance, power through. You might find out that you actually like it. All right. Joseph Farrow seems to like to do some interesting games with his, the, controller thing and the multiplayer only yeah so, i'm interested to see what his next game is i feel like he's probably working on it right now so probably yeah i bet it's gonna yeah. be really cool yeah so that is brothers tale of two sons yep all right well i guess it's time for what will be the last destiny download ever for geek car games Whew. Ooh, that's a it's an emotional moment well before we get to the last Destiny download ever, maybe we should also do a last uh, Elder Scrolls Essentials ever. Um, I went back to play my Nightblade because I wanted to get it to level 50. Necromancer's fun, but I'll get back to that eventually. Um, <laughs> I feel like you have ADD with your MMO situation here. Sometimes. I mean, hey. Um, so yeah. Elsewhere, it's a lot of fun. Dragons everywhere. Cool. Um, Destiny download. So... A lot of stuff has happened in the past two weeks uh, since we took a little break and we did that Street Fighter episode. Uh, so two weeks ago, technically, they released the Lumina Quest. This is the uh, exotic hand cannon. Um, I think it was a very interesting quest. So what you do is you go and get the original Thorn. Because uh, apparently what you did was you made a replica in-game if you went and did that. Um and you cleansed it of the darkness, and you infused this weapon with light, and you made your own weapon of light. And I think concept-wise, that's really cool. I think that's a great idea for like a yeah. story like, oh, we are guardians, like we are making a weapon of light. Um, Result-wise, I'm not the biggest fan of this weapon. Um, I think it's cool on paper. I think the idea of like picking up these like noble rounds to heal each other uh, and give each other like a damage buff. I just don't enjoy the hand cannon. I don't think it feels good to shoot with. I think it's just awkward. Because, like, the gun is beautiful. It's a beautiful looking gun. It's got, like, these thorns coming off of it. It looks like a, it looks like a flower with, like, thorns coming off. But, like, the sights look weird. Because there's not, like, a sight that's, like, mounted on the gun. It just floats above it. And other guns have done this. But this one just looks very strange to me. Okay. And I don't feel like it hits as hard. Like, I don't think you can one-tap red bars in Destiny like you can with other hand cannons. 
red bars Unless are just you the had regular ones, right? The regular like enemies, okay. like a thrall or something. Yeah. Um, you can't just unless, headshot kill it. Yeah, no, I think it's a two tap. Huh. Unless you have the buff blessing of the sky, yeah. which you give to your friends. But if you're playing solo, it's kind of hard to do that. And I do a lot of things solo. Hey, hey, hey. hey <laughs> we fuck around around here. Hey. Anyways, <laughs> um. And so yeah, I tried. I, I played around with it for a little while. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, yeah, there we go. All right, we ended this episode strong. Um, and as I don't know, like something felt off about it. I wasn't enjoying it. Um, and so I eventually was like, ah, I'm good. Like I'm just gonna go back to using the Huckleberry SMG. Like, and it's a great starting thing. I think where Bungie goes from here with this concept is going to be awesome. I can't wait for like just to be shooting random pulse rifles with healing bullets. Like mm-hmm. if you can do what, uh, what is that game? Killing floor. If yeah. you can do that, where like the guns can shoot damage, but also you have like an alternate fire where it shoots healing rounds. I think that's great. I think that's like, I think that's where we're going. I'm sorry. I asked you this one time before and you told me, but I forgot. How do you shoot the healing stuff at your teammates? Is it a different so button you, or what is it you do? When you kill an enemy, they drop an orb, you walk up, the orb flies to you, you pick it up, you get a buff called Noble Rounds. Then you hip fire, and right. it has really, really good tracking. Like, very yes. good tracking. I will give it this. You can shoot that thing, and like as long as it's about like five feet away, it'll just like dart over to your teammate. And like it's very good. And you can shoot it from very far away, and it'll keep going in a straight line, and eventually zigzag to them. It's very good. So, so that means that you can't hip fire regular rounds at enemies? Yeah, Okay. Once you get, if you have the buff, you can still hit fire. It'll shoot the noble round, and if it hits an enemy, it does like about five hundred damage. So yeah, and like okay. I've definitely, I tried it in PvP and forgot this, and so when the enemy was up close and personal, I was just shooting noble rounds at the enemy, <laughs> and they were doing like no damage. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, like I said, I approve of like where Bungie is eventually going to go with this. I think it's a great concept. Uh, I'm just not a personal fan of Lumina. I've seen people using it. They seem to be liking it. I know these people who like... And I think a cool thing is like... uh, That middle tree... um, Solar Warlock with the Healing Well. They have Mm -hmm. a buff called Blessing of Dawn. Something like that. Um, That procs if you throw like a healing grenade. Or like you pop a well and it heals them. It gives you like your abilities back faster. Yeah. Technically Lumina is doing a healing thing. Like your healing grenade or your healing rifts. So if you shoot somebody and you're on that subclass, you get the buff. So like that class is like the ultimate support class because now you can just like heal people all the time. And I think it's a great concept. I think when Shadowkeep rolls around, like they're going to play with this more and it's going to be great. Just right now, it's not for me because we'll talk about it in a second. I got an exotic and I'm very fucking happy with it. Um, The other thing that has happened is this week as we were recording this, um moments of triumph have come around uh so you know do stuff in game unlock a ship a sparrow a t-shirt and then they added a seal and a title there's a helicopter right now there's a helicopter all of the vehicles come by my house i don't know (laughs) fucking tanks about to roll through someone was mowing the lawn earlier it's just i don't know it's a lively area it's fine Uh, (laughs) oh 
Um, so moments triumphs are here, uh, and so what they're doing is I'm like last year they had like Souls of Heroes and Moments of Triumph were like wrapped into one. Mm-hmm. This time they're separate, but they're going to be coming like they're separate, but they are going to overlap a little bit. So, and what I mean by that is currently the seal for Moments of Triumph to get the title, which is uh, MMXIX, which is 2019 in Roman numerals, pretty cool. Uh, you can only get 22 out of 24, and it's because two of those triumphs are going to come from Solstice of Heroes. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's going to be like, get a fully upgraded armor set, do something in Solstice of Heroes. Cool. Um, so, if you play Destiny all the time, like your boy does, I got most of every... I got. I think when I logged in, I had 14 out of 15 triumphs done, and 15 gets you the t-shirt. Which I wanted because it's a fucking nice looking T-shirt, it's a nice and you know t-shirt. I want to rock the Captain Red Hood on the th- on the side, um, and so I think I'm now at 16 out of 15 because I did one to get the 15, and then they count cl- claiming the shirt one as the 16th one. Yeah, so I'm at hmm. I'm at 16 out of 24. I'm doing the rest slowly but surely. There are some that are retroactive, and then there are some that like you now have to do since the events live, like mm-hmm. doing 50 bounties, doing strikes, doing challenges, which like I think you can get the challenges done in a week if you do all the challenges that are around the solar system. Um, so yeah, and with this, they also introduced the Tribute Hall, and what this is is Callus has a special room for you on the Leviathan, and... He rewards you for wearing Callus-themed armor and using Callus-themed weapons. So the armor from Menagerie, Leviathan, Eater of Worlds, Fire Stars, Crown of Sorrow. He seems um, like he has a real high opinion of himself. You know, he's uh, he's he's Callus. He's <laughs> he's thick. Um, <laughs> and so what you do in this tribute hall is like you do these try tri- uh, these tributes, and you can go place these statues. And the statues are very cool, like. Um, I remember a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, hey, don't claim these until the event rolls around. Mm-hmm. So I had two done. I had one for Gambit and one for Crucible, and it was the Lord Saladin Triumph. And what it is, is it's the when Iron Banner rolls around, Saladin has that big like gong behind him that has the mm-hmm. wolf heads on it. It's that. And like you set it down, and like there's, I think, 50 in total. Um, How do you get it to set it down? What, what, what happens? You claim a triumph, and that and gives it goes you the into tribute. your inventory. It goes into your inventory, okay. yeah. Cool. And you go set that down. Um, and then Callus, it's like the statue of Callus uh, has tri- has tributes for sale for like planetary stuff, glimmer, legendary shards, bright dust, and they're kind of expensive. But I think the idea is the statue offers you four daily bounties a day. You do these bounties, you get a discount on all the things. It stacks up to 80%. I think the idea is what you're supposed to do is, hey, get a good enough discount to when you're happy and buy the stuff. Because currently, like, to get one was like 110 phased glass needles. That's a lot. Especially when, like, you need the stuff for infusion. It costs, like, 10k glimmer, stuff like that. The bright dust i had i think i said yesterday i started with 15k bright dust i was on the 5k by the time i finished buying all the bright dust tributes but i wanted what i'm about to talk about uh so there are certain rewards for a set number of tributes you set down so at 18 tributes 
uh, you will unlock a quest to go unlock the Bad Juju Exotic. This is a pulse rifle from D1, but it's updated. Uh, so you, you get this solo adventure, um, which I think is nice because the Whisper of the Worm and Outbreak Perfected, which these are similar to, those are very much like, hey, you need a team. You can try it solo. You're going to have a bad time. This I did completely solo. I only died once. Uh, I was really pissed off because it was a stupid, like, the ogre. I jumped in the air and this ogre shot a beam. And you know when the ogre shoots you with beams, it pushes you. It pushed me into a rock and it calculated that I was going too fast. And I got physics. Because <laughs> there's, tri- there's a triumph for doing it solo flawless. And I was like, oh, I can do this. And I got screwed. Um... So it's, a, it's an excited pulse rifle. What it does is it has its own version of like rampage where like the more kills you get, the more damage it does. Plus based on the uh, multiplier, it's called like string of curses. It goes up to times five uh, based on if you have times five and get a kill, you get super energy. It's a lot of super energy. Like you get your super back a lot. Um, plus on kill, it reloads the magazine. Nice. So you're pretty much never reloading, you're constantly killing stuff, and you're constantly getting supers. A lot of fun. That's what I've been using. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, at 45, you unlock a catalyst for it, uh, which just makes the uh, the buff last longer. So you have more time in between, uh, so you don't have to like worry about it fading away. Um, and then at 50, you get an exotic emote, which is you digging up something, and people think... There's going to be a spot somewhere in the game where you can dig up a 51st tribute. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so that's what's in the game right now. And then when Social Security rolls around in two weeks, I want to say, is when it starts, um, there's going to be a whole thing with that. And all this ends August 27th. So, like, you have a month and a half to do all this stuff. It's a lot of cool. Plus, on the fact that, like, we're going to get Iron Banner sometime in that, we're going to get uh, Solar Week. And apparently there's going to be an exotic rocket launcher coming with that. Bunch of stuff. Really fucking cool. Like, a lot of stuff going on in Destiny right now. Um, I'm currently just working towards getting some of these tributes out the way and doing the triumphs for the seal because I want to get that title. Um, I'm excited to go order my shirt. Um, yeah, Destiny is in a great spot. I'm really looking forward to Shadowkeep. Um, I think they're going to start talking about like changes that are coming in Shadowkeep pretty soon. So I'm excited for that stuff. Um and so yeah, Destiny is in a great spot. Uh, I remember we when we were first doing the Destiny download, um, it was you know, oh, I'm, I'm kind of getting a little tired of Destiny, but now I'm you know I'm committed. I I love Destiny. It's one of my favorite games of all time, and I'm glad I get to play it almost every day. <laughs> so yeah, nice Destiny too in a great spot. Maybe I'll go and do some stuff in there. Hopefully. I haven't played in so long that it's just like, it just seems overwhelming. Like I don't even know what to do. There is a lot of stuff. Because um, I haven't done a lot is, of it. So. Because there's so much, you can rank up. You can get your light level up super fast because there's so much to do. I'm not looking forward to, there's a triumph for winning a Gambit Prime game in a full notorious set of Gambit Prime gear, which means I have to do tier three reckoning and get a get from your arms to your like whatever for me it's titan mark and in the head you can only get by doing this weekly bounty and you have to upgrade it over three weeks so it's going to take me at most three weeks to get the headpiece of this notorious set 
And I'm not looking forward to that. Because mm-hmm. I hate the Reckoning. I love Gambit Prime. It's, it's fun. I hate the fucking Reckoning so much. It's the only part about Destiny I'm like, uh, about. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's what we've been playing. Um, we're going to do a little bit of news, and then we're going to talk some questions. Whoa, whoa, Oh, whoa. Cody, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Oh, my God, I got the most important presses. thing. What are you doing? I'm sorry. I completely forgot about this. It's the most important thing. Yes, Sam, tell us about the most important thing in this entire podcast. The most important thing is a game that we've both been playing, which I'm very excited that you've been playing it as well. And that is Apex Legends. They just released season two of their, I guess it's just season two. It, it has a battle pass. I don't know if it's season yeah. two about, I don't know what it is. But anyway, it's a whole new season of Apex Legends. And I don't know, I'm a little nervous because you said that maybe your opinions won't be as positive as mine. Um, so we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, I love you no matter what. We're going to be friends. It's fine. But I have been absolutely loving this season, and uh, my Apex addiction has come back full blast. Um, I don't know if you guys remember when Apex first came out, I went on this special diet, um, and it was just pretty much like really not eating dinner very much because I was just playing Apex and I didn't want to leave to go eat dinner. Um, It's kind of come back. I was like, I made myself quit the other (laughs) night. I'm like, no, I need to go eat dinner. So, but it's tough. It's tough. Um... So the thing that's been most exciting for me is they made these changes to the battle pass and they have challenges now where the first season they didn't. And you've got three daily challenges. Then each week you have seven weekly challenges and then you get you can get a whole bonus level if you complete uh, five daily challenges in a week. And then you can get another bonus level if you complete 10 daily challenges in a week. And the thing is... Uh, Like, I didn't complete all of my weekly challenges the first week, uh, but they're still there, and, like, you can still fill them up later. Mm. You don't have to complete them in that week. They just show up in that week. Um, Obviously, your daily ones, you've got that day to do it, and if you don't do it, it's gone. Um, And some of them are too hard, and I'm never going to get. Some of them I can do. Like, I was having a problem. uh, Like, I needed one more complete one more daily challenge to get my 10 in the week to get my battle pass level. And it was like Monday night and it was going to reset on Tuesday. And I don't remember what the challenges were. I had two left. One of them was to loot two supply crates in one game. I mean, the supply drops, which you wouldn't think would be hard, but it's, it was hard because it just was, I couldn't do it. Okay. So I ended up having to go to bed Monday night, not doing it. So Tuesday morning, I got up before work. I was like, let me just check in real quick. My challenges had reset. And one of them was just play a game as Lifeline. I was like, hell yeah, I can do that. So I just loaded in. Uh, my buddy sent us to a real hot spot. We died right away. I was like, fantastic. I got my my battle pass level done. And then I was done. I was like, okay, good. I'm not going to be late to work because this is, could be a problem. Um But some of the challenges are just like get 200 damage with this weapon or get, you know, two knockdowns with this weapon, do different things with different heroes. And it's making me play things that I haven't done as much before. I had to get two kills uh, in Bloodhound's Beast of the Hunt mode. And Bloodhound is one of my least played characters. But after doing that challenge, I was like, dude, this Beast of... Beast of the Hunt, I think is what it's called. It's okay. fantastic. And now, like, I really like Bloodhound. I'm like, let me go play some more Bloodhound. Um, I've got a challenge right now where I have to get 30 shotgun um, 
I don't know if it's eliminations or knockdowns, but it's it's a weekly one, so I've got a lot of time to work on it. But man, I haven't been using shotguns in months, and like I started using shotguns again, and I'm like, man, I I like these shotguns. Like, what was you know? So that Mozambique's actually pretty good nowadays. I I got a kill with it the other day. I was like, what's happening, dude? So they've got these new hop ups for some of the weapons. So the Mozambique and the P twenty twenty pistol have this hop up that makes them do extra damage to unshielded enemies. So if you can get that, it's really good to have it as a secondary weapon. So you use your like whatever gun to get their shields down. You switch to your Mozambique and you just finish them off really fast. Uh, it's a good gun. I've, I've been using that P2020. I'm like, yeah, like I'm excited to get that pistol now. And it's just crazy. Um, there's a new hop up for the alternator and the RE45 that does extra damage against shields. So if you can get like one of each with their hop ups, you'd be set. Um, there's, there's just, oh, it's so fun. Um, I made some notes. Okay. Um, in the battle pass, so people complained that the battle pass wasn't super exciting last time. So the rewards this time, they've got some new skins that are kind of cool. They've got some of the same, like, you know, how many kills this character's gotten this season tracker. It's, it's fine. But one of the cool things they have now is you can get different loading screens and different music that will play. So when you're about to load into a match, you've, you've got different things. So like I just unlocked one that's like this close up of Bloodhound looking like kind of like in swamps or something. Looks real badass. And um, I'd originally unlocked uh, Watson. Watson's the new character. She's cool too. I haven't played her very well and it's fine. Um, but I had her music, which it's like the same theme. It's just like done a little differently, like in that character's kind of style. And I was like, this is cool. Then I unlocked Octane's music and it is like intense. And so it's playing and you're jumping out of the plane and it's like going real hard. And like, you're like, man, it gets your blood pumping. It gets you real excited as you're, as you're coming down to land. Um, so those are really cool. I'm excited to see what other music each character has, but I feel like his is probably the best. So, um, and then also they've introduced ranked mode, which if you'll remember a few weeks ago, I was like, Oh, everybody's going to go play ranked mode. I'll just play regular. I'll do a lot better. Um, it's it's interesting, okay? Because I don't really know how other games do their ranked mode or their competitive. Um, but like, say in Overwatch, you just play. It says, I think you're about this level, and it puts you in a level, right? And then you can work to earn points and get up, right? Um, in the ranked mode in Apex, everybody starts at the bottom. And as you play matches, you earn points. And as you earn points, you level up. So you're like you start at bronze rank four and then you go up to rank three or two, whatever you get silver, you keep going up. Um, so it's just like the more you play, you will level up more while you're in any of the bronze ranks. There's no entry fee. But once you get up to silver, there's a one point entry fee. So if you want to go do a rank, you have to pay to get in. So that lowers your points. And then you just have to make sure that you earn more points than that during the match. Now, you can earn points by getting a kill. So you get one point per kill, up to five maximum, I believe. Um, and then you get points based on your rank where your team ends up. If you're not in the top ten, you don't get any points. Uh, I think you get like two points for being in top ten, maybe like four in the top five, and then you just get, you can get... 
I think maybe up to seven or so total points. No, that doesn't make sense. I don't know how many you can get. Maybe 12 in a match. Um, but it's like, it's kind of, it's a, it's a risky gamble. So, I mean, if you're in a higher level, you've got to pay to get in. And then if you don't, if you die right away, you're not going to get any points. And so if you have a few matches like that, you might lower down in your rank. Uh, and then you just, you will raise back up once you get some points. Uh, but it's an interesting way to do it. And I've just been like, you know, why not? It's not hurting anything. So I've been playing ranked mode and I think I got into bronze level two tonight. So I'm just moving on up and it's, you know, it's fine and easy because there's no entry fee. So I'm not losing any points in bronze. Once I get to silver, it might be a different story. And then, you know, we'll see if I, oh, I just spit a little. I'm so excited about this. Um, but we'll see if I keep it up. But I mean, I just, it's, it's a neat way to do it and I'm having a good time with Apex, but uh, Cody, we played a match together. Well, we played a couple matches, but then you were having a real good match and I got kicked out of the game, kicked out of our party chat, which sucks because you went on to win the game. Um, so real quick, so what is, like, do you get rewards for playing ranked? Like, do you get skins? Or any, is there any, like, incentive currently other than, like, hey, I'm better <laughs> I than the rest of you? I don't think there is. I think it's okay. just... Your incentive to to show how good you are. Uh, yeah, so I just gloated about Destiny. One element of Destiny I'm not enjoying is the PvP currently. Um, it's just I'm not like I'm doing it. I'm playing competitive Destiny two PvP to get one of the pinnacle weapons because it's Triumph for this uh for this uh moment of Triumphs, and so yeah. And then this just regular PvP, I'm not a fan of. There's just too much stuff I'm not, not liking. So Apex Season 2 has been that kind of like PvP outlet for me. Um, and so I was seeing, taking a little bit getting used to. Like, the first couple games were pretty rough. Now I'm doing a little bit better for the most part. I feel um, like your first game wins. you won. You're, you're, you're I'm right. pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've gotten two wins so far. Um, a couple like top five finishes, stuff like that. Um I still haven't unlocked any of the new characters, like any of the characters that cost money. I have not unlocked any of them. Yeah. I think Caustic's going to be my first one. Um, I have played on a team with the Watson. It seems like a very cool thing. You know, they can like kind of like set up like there's that part in the middle of the map where it's like it's inside. It's like a bunker almost. And like it's like a big long hallway. The one that's that called Bunker? Is it called Bunker? Okay. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Um, I've seen them like set up like traps in there and then people can't like get through and like it's it's pretty cool. Just fun fact for people who might need to know this. Uh if Watson's got her fence up, you just shoot the base of it and it'll take it down. Like oh. you would Caustic's trap. So you can disarm okay. those and get through. It's it's fine. She's not she's not locking you out. You can get through it. Um I got the L Star, which is the new weapon from the drop things. Mm -hmm. Um was not very good with it. Did not kill anybody. Died very quick. Um, I I feel like when Apex first came out, there were a lot of people on mic. There has been no one on mic since. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of people, started, it seems like. Yeah, I feel like there are a lot of people in parties and stuff like that. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with Apex. Uh, I still think their battle pass is very lacking. I don't know. I know it's a first-person game. I still feel like there could be a couple more skins over mm -hmm. these, like season two win things i think yeah. there could be a lot more like gun skins i think like the coolest skin i saw all together is the one you get for buying the battle pass for the spitfire i want to say because mm -hmm. it looks like a giant like monster it looks great uh, I, 
the level 25 caustic skin looks really badass to me but yeah i feel like there could be some better skins for characters and guns in there um but i do think it's an improvement i do like the challenges my only complaint with challenges is i don't think i should get some for characters i don't own like i've gotten yeah. a couple for mirage and watson i don't own those characters so i can't do those I mean, that's it's how they try to get deal. you to buy their characters. I know. That's how they get you. But, like, <laughs> and like, it's not a big deal to me. I haven't been really doing the challenges that much. I just yeah. want to play the game. Because I don't own the Battle Pass yet. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to buy it. I'm not sure yet. Um, but, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, I got the win. Uh, we pretty much just camped the entire game. And then my second win was pretty intense. Because, like, they were, like six teams left and the circle was getting real small we were all pushing in together uh the watson on my team like just said fuck it and ran in guns blazing died mm. just left the game and i was like why would you not stay because if we won yeah. this like and we did win it they didn't get that win so fuck them um maybe hold on maybe their system crashed and kicked him out oh, like it did to yeah, me yeah. it happens um, so, like, I'm hearing all this, like, intense fighting going on. I'm kind of, like, just trying to see what's going on. And I, I'm playing Bloodhound, so I activate, like, Thing of the Hunt. And so, like, your senses are, like, ticked up to 11, so I can hear stuff better. I could hear people, like, reloading guns and, like, searching ammo crates and this thing. And I just started sprinting that way. And this Gibraltar is trying to follow me. And, like, <laughs> we, like, got over there, and there's just two dudes, like, hiding in a corner, clutched together. And we'd start spraying them from above. It was a lot of fun. Um, Apex is a lot of fun. I think it's a great game. Um, and like, it's definitely scratching that kind of PvP itch for me right now that Destiny's not very much. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to talk about with it, and it's blanking all of a sudden in my head. Was it changes to the map or the dragons or Leviathan? The dragons and the Leviathans are pretty cool. I think those are nice changes. Um, I think I'm more of the. I'm in the camp of like I would just rather new maps versus changes to maps. Because like I don't know what the Leviathans really add to the map besides every now and then fucking screaming and scaring the fuck out of me. Um, yeah. The flying yeah. around things I like a lot actually. I like shooting mm -hmm. them and getting the death boxes of different varieties. Um, oh, so I've been watching a lot of streamers. I've been watching mm -hmm. some shrouds. The you know all these top players who were doing the the ranked. And what I found is guns that are really good on PC are not as good on console. And that bit me in the ass a couple times now. Because there's yeah. that submachine gun that's not the alternator, the R99. Well, here's the thing, Cody. Let me tell you something. These challenges have made me learn about which guns are which, because I had no idea. Your your submachine guns are your alternator, your R99, and your prowler. prowler. Yes. Okay. And then a light machine gun is your Spitfire, Devotion, and the L-Star. Because I've okay. had to do challenges with those. Also, I have no idea what the difference is between a light machine gun and a submachine gun. It's like, what? The light machine guns are like bigger. They're, they're belt fed, I guess. Um, anyways. So the R99 on PC is like a fucking laser beam that destroys everything. Console, not so much as I found out because I sprayed somebody for an hour and nothing happened. Um, also, does Apex Legends support crossplay? Not to my knowledge. Because I swear there were some people I was playing with who were doing some 360 turnarounds at the speed of light. And I was like, that seems like... 
don't know. A goddamn keyboard and mouse user to me. Um, Speaking of 360s, another thing that's in the Battle Pass now are these emotes that you can get for only when you're dropping out of the ship. Oh, yeah. And they just like, like they do a little flip or do a little motion and do something cool. So, so far I've only unlocked, I think, Bangalore's. Um, but it's cool. It's just a nice, fun thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Apex, is, it's a great game. I can't wait to see what they do with it uh, as the game progresses. Um, I think I'm, I really like Bloodhound, and if no one picks Lifeline, I usually pick Lifeline, because having that little heal drone is always a help, and the supply drop from it is really nice as well. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah. Cool. That wasn't so bad. You you, you yeah. like you just had a problem with the battle pass, which I'm fine with. Uh, I, I'm just so used to not getting anything useful from Apex Legends that like I don't even care about that. Yeah. I just like I get excited if I complete a challenge. I feel so proud of myself if I do all three of my daily challenges. So. I guess like it's just when you look at like Fortnite's battle pass. Granted, that's a third person game, so the skins are very integral. There are so yeah. many skins for characters in that. Yeah. That like when you look at Apex Legends, it's like. Why is there not more gun skins if this is a first person or like, you know, like why are there not elimination, like the knockdown, like Uh, the finishers? Yeah, finishers. Like why are there not some of those in there? Like there's so many things that you could add to that that would be better for a first person shooter game in comparison to Fortnite's. Like that's where I'm just going off of because I played a lot of Fortnite and bought like three of their battle passes and never finished any of them. So like, yeah. Yeah. I know, I didn't finish season one's Apex Battle Pass. Like I didn't even come close. Um, but I guess the challenges would help. Yeah, I feel oh, like the challenges would help a lot. Because um, yeah. like I within the first day or two, I think I had four or five levels through on the Battle Pass. Um, I'm up to like f- level fourteen right now, I think. So it's it's doable to to get through that bad boy. Um, but yeah, yeah. Oh, also they've got um, they've got a new stat tracker, so you can see your lifetime stats. Oh yeah, which I was very excited about. Um, I have now. I, I didn't check right before the show, but I recently checked this evening, and I was at one thousand and ninety three games played. So, I love me some Apex. Jesus, <laughs> um, that's a lot. It's a lot. Hey, if you love if you love a game, you're gonna play it a lot. So, yeah. yeah. As long as you remember to eat dinner. I think last I looked, I had like over 700 hours in Destiny 2, so... Yeah. Yep. Um, Alright, so yeah, that's Apex Season 2. We're loving it. We're out here playing it. Um, Alright. I think we're going to tackle this news and then save those two questions for next week. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like we've got a lot to say about this. Um, The biggest piece of news that has happened over the past two weeks is... Nintendo Switch Lite is coming. This is a light version of the Nintendo Switch. You may know the Nintendo DS lights back in the day. Um, what this is, is a smaller, non-Joy-Con removable, portable Nintendo Switch that does not have a dock. Um, it has a cheaper price point of $200 versus the regular Nintendo Switch is $300. Uh, it seems like this is kind of the... Oh, we need a second switch for the family. Um, let's pick this up. Or if you only play portable, this would be an option for you. Um, also, I believe it has I, a twenty to thirty percent better battery life than the original Switch. Yeah, I think people estimate that to be about like thirty to forty-five minutes longer. 
So, yeah, <laughs> That's pretty not good. as impressive. <laughs> I mean, yeah. For when you're portable and like I like I I, I equate this to like a DS or something. So like, yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, yeah, it's got a smaller screen, longer battery life. The Joy Cons you can't remove; they're just attached. It comes in three lovely colors: a yellow, a turquoise, and a gray. Um, and there's a special Pokemon version that's only in Japan. So fuck off. Um, <laughs> Sam, what were your initial reactions to when they announced this? I mean good for whoever wants this i guess i i don't care um i hardly play mine handheld the only Mm -hmm. thing i play in handheld is slay the spire which i love in handheld um but anything else like i just play on the tv and i mean it's you know a hundred dollars cheaper if that's what you want um but like why give up the option to have it docked on your tv Mm -hmm. also like i don't understand necessarily how multiplayer works on the switch Lite because do you just can it sync with other joy cons can it, it yeah, sync it with can the pro sync controller with other joy cons so okay but here get real close to me so we can both share the screen yeah. okay um it doesn't seem i think it's you know good for someone who wants a single player experience that's fine with the portable um i feel like you know it's it's just it's replacing the Nintendo DS, um, so it's like you know, giving that option. But weirdly, they came out and said this is not replacing the DS; that they are still going to be manufacturing games for it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, stop <laughs> it, let it die. Well, because I was I saying, know. I was thinking it's a, it's a really good thing that like your DS replacement now plays the same games as your Switch, so you can just have them on either device. And I thought that was cool. But if it's not replacing the DS, then I just don't even know. They just want more money. <laughs> yeah. When I was like, you think about it, like, like this is a Pokemon seller. Like this is coming mm-hmm. out like the same month or the month before Pokemon releases. This is for Pokemon, like straight up. And Pokemon has moved to the Switch, so like. That's one of the DS's biggest sellers. Like, what else does the DS have left to put out? I don't understand. Um, but yeah. When this was first announced, I was like, oh, it's about time. Like, you know, I I've, I feel like this was coming for a while. It's just finally here. Um, I feel like we're going to get this. I feel like there's eventually going to be like a pro version. that's yeah. a bigger screen, better graphics, stuff like that. Um, originally, I was like, oh... I'm kind of interested in this because I mainly play my Switch in handheld because I don't like changing HDMI cables. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll trade in my Switch and get the Switch Lite. And I thought about it and I was like, well, no, because like there are times when I want to play Mario Kart or eventually I'd like to get Mario Party when it's hella cheap. Like, and I need to have Joy-Cons removable and like all that. And like, I would like to have it on a big screen. It's like, no, this is not... No, I don't think I want this all. Yeah, I, I, that's when you said that in Discord. I was like, really? You think you are interested? Because I'm like, I just can't imagine getting rid of your regular Switch to just have this instead. Yeah. I can see it being in addition to, but yeah. not as a replacement. Um, yeah. I saw a lot of people on like Twitter and stuff being like, man, I'm really excited to get this for my kids. And so mm-hmm. I can have a main, I can have the main switch. They can have this yeah. to play with. Cause I also think this is a little sturdier because you don't got to worry about dropping it in the joy con, like ripping out. Yeah. As I've seen, yeah. um, which is nice. Or detaching um, a joy con and then somebody losing it. Yeah. Um, or throwing it at the screen accidentally. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, 
good for those people who are you know going to do that. I think I I two hundred dollars I think is a nice price point. I remember when the Switch was first announced, I kind of wished that the Switch was a $200 price point. Um, So, yeah. And then, I don't know. Like, you know, good for the people who are going to get this, you know? Good, good, Yes, definitely good for them. I will say, I saw something on, like, Twitter that was kind of snarky about it. Because, um, you know, the Switch is is called the Switch because you can play it on your handheld and then you can just switch and put it in the dock and it just switches back and forth seamlessly and now the switch light doesn't actually switch so it's like well how's it being called a switch oh also you can't do like the yeah you can't do the click noise um yeah also i i i hope they figure out very quickly how to because this doesn't have hd rumble or the tracking thing I, so I saw somebody games, said that it does have the gyroscope tracking, so it could do the motion controls. But okay. I didn't. That was. I also saw that on Twitter. I didn't read an actual article, so um, I don't know. I feel like everything I, I heard on Games Daily and read was that it does not have HD Rumble in the gyroscope, so games like Pokemon Let's Go won't work. And I was like, that's strange. I feel like they got to work around that. And there's other games that won't work with. I, so I hope very quickly. Like on the eShop and stuff, they can sit there and be like, hey, like, this will work on your light, this won't work on your light. Oh, oh, hell no. That's that's some bullshit. They need to make sure everything works on either one, in my opinion. If, if they can't make know. it work, that's bullshit. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a, hey, make sure you're reading into this stuff. Um, that's not cool. Yeah. No. So yeah, I feel like we'll probably get the like the pro version of the Switch next year, probably to correlate with like the new Xbox and new PS4, um, and that'll have like better not correlate. So that's like, what the world like, needs. They need a... <laughs> It'll be like months before, so they're just like, hey, just so y'all know, we got this pro version over here. It looks pretty cool, huh? Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. Um, the second I saw this, I was like, "This is this is for Pokemon." Like they knew yeah. people were gonna want to play Pokemon Portable and have better battery life and stuff, and this is that. So good for them. Um, man, there are gonna be so fucking many of these things everywhere. They're gonna change the. They're gonna fucking change the color all the time. Oh yeah, they're, they're like gonna have like special ones. editions that have yeah. different graphics on them and stuff. So. I and so I wonder, like, are joy cons like the new colored joy cons being phased out because when was the last time we got a new colored version of joy cons yeah it's been it's, a hot minute they've so, yeah. just really dropped the ball on colored joy cons yeah i know i like i would like some like dark maroonish red i don't feel like they have those i feel like they just have this like bright red that i have one of and then i have one blue because i bought that sweetheart that's pink it's not Right, right. Is it pink? It's pink. Am I colorblind? Yeah, it's a pink and a blue that it came with. Oh, shit. That's pink. Well. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. Fuck. It's fine. My entire life's like over now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I think this. I think it launches in September. I want to say that's the I date I saw. I feel like, for some reason, I thought it was like the same day as Pokemon. I could be wrong. Again, I didn't do my fact checking before we talked about it. Maybe this. the... Well, I would imagine the Pokemon version would do the same day. But the turquoise yellow and gray one is in September-ish? Well, when does Pokemon come out? Is it 
Not September 2? October, I want to say. Oh, I, well, never mind. I believe no, you're correct no, if it no, comes no. out. September, hold on. The, Man, hold on. I am behind on my dates. Hold on, we're we'll just going to do this research as I, I talk more. I'm going to, hold uh, on, let me see. Other small little news thing. Um, did you see Man of Medan has multiplayer? Yeah, that and looks like, really cool. They did this huge interview with one of the studio heads of uh, Supermassive, and there are eight games in total planned for this Dark Anthology. Yeah. And like they want to eventually get to like two a year. Hold on, uh, I'm just gonna ask it. Neat. Okay. No, it's not listening anymore. God damn this stupid phone! Don't don't buy a Motorola G5 Plus phone. It's shit. What am I asking? <laughs> when does the what? What's the name of the Pokemon game? Sword. Oh, yep, Sword or, and Shield or Shield, whichever you prefer. I'm more See. of a Shield guy myself. You know. Oh, Use it comes out kids. November fifteenth. So okay. Let me just so, yeah. Google when does uh, Switch Lite come out? Yeah. November. That's what I thought. Um, as I was saying, Pokemon Shield, because you know, use protection, kids. We don't need more babies out there. Definitely, got to put a shield on that sword. Uh, September twentieth is when Switch Lite comes out. See, okay, I was right. Okay, that's yeah. that weird. Um, so yeah, and I think another main concern I have is they did an interview with Doug Bowser, and they're like, "We're working on the technology for you to transfer files and stuff." And I went, "No, no, 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 no! That needs to be figured out before then, sir. You got two months. Get your fucking shit together." It really needs to be figured out first. Um, I feel yeah. like if you have uh, the Nintendo Online service and it's the certain games that allow the cloud backup. I think yeah. theoretically that should be fine, but there are some games that don't allow it, such as Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Nintendo. Yeah. It's like they can do whatever and people still love them regardless and are just like, sure, let me give you my money. So it's fine. So if you're interested in Nintendo Switch Lite, it comes out in September. $200. Enjoy that. I yeah. Guess. Somebody's going to be real happy about it, and we're happy for them. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Sam, is there anything else you want to talk about before we bring uh, episode 69 to a close? No. No, I think we've we've covered everything. I'm trying to think of something fun sexual joke to make, but I've got nothing. So. I mean, it's been a, it's been a good time here in episode 69. 69 and it up, you know? <laughs> it's always a good time when Cody and I get together. I No, stop that before I Did that I just make ends. it awkward? God, that made it awkward. <laughs> um, all right. So. Oh, I didn't tell you. I was going to. Well, first, yesterday, I was going to text you and ask if you could, before this episode, shave off your beard and grow your mustache into a full porn stash. Uh, But obviously that wasn't going to work overnight. And then I considered, I still have my fake mustaches. And I was like, oh, I could get one and pretend to have a porn stash. Um, But then I thought I might look a little bit too much like Dr. Disrespect. And I decided, let's just, let's stop with the porn stashes. Let's not do that. So... See, See, I was gonna text you and be like, "Hey, we should get some." See, this was all my plan before. I'm just very tired and hurricane preparation and uh, stuff like that. I was like, "We should have a pair of sunglasses on ready, so anytime we make a sexual joke, we put the sunglasses on and then take them off." But uh, yeah, I thought about having sunglasses the other day, but then I forgot again. Damn. It's too bad. It's too bad. Um, Sorry. Right. I mean, we had a good sixty-nine. 
Yeah. I think we both ended happy, so... Yeah, you know? Um, I like where I ended up, and uh, it was a comfortable position, you know? It was. Um, anyways, so next week is the grand finale of the Geek Heart Games podcast. We have a very exciting show for you. We're going to talk about our game of the year so far. We're going to look back at some questions we've asked in episode one and add a little spin to them. We're going to answer these listener questions that have been sitting here for possibly over a month. Definitely um, over a month. Definitely over a month. And so much more. And we hope you join us for that finale. Um, yeah. Because we love you guys, gals, and non-binary people so, so much. You can reach out to us if you have any you know, parting words for us. You want to know, like, hey, you guys are fucking idiots and this 69 episode was not fun. Don't send that to me, please. I don't want to read that, personally. It hurts my feelings. Yeah. Words of encouragement, you know? Or um, if you have any last-minute questions you want to throw our or, way, yeah. send those um, in. It's your last you can chance. Us. Yeah, it's your la- la- it literally is your last chance. Um, you can hit us up at contact at keycardgames.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter to keep up with us after the show goes off the air. At Geekheart Games. You can join our Discord where things will keep on rolling for a very long time because we have a lovely community and we love them so much. At keycardgames.com slash Discord. You can watch the live versions of this podcast at geekheartgames.com slash YouTube. Just to you clarify, can... they're the recorded versions of the live versions yeah they're not that's actually what I, that's yeah, that's what yeah, I meant. Fine. yeah. Fine. you can see our naked hot bodies in this episode <laughs> yeah. um, if you're an audio only listener um, you can watch our twitch streams which we may have eventually again at yeah. geekar games or no twitch.tv so it's geekar games the outros are so hard outros are so hard if you want to buy merch and keep supporting us for some reason <laughs> geekargamescom slash shirts um Special shout out to Aleandro who bought um, yeah. one of our Geek Card Pride shirts. So thank you. That was, that was very sweet of you. Yeah. Um, and you know, we like to go down in style. So if you'd like to leave us a five-star review, go for it, guys. Because we're <laughs> going spaces, you know. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Convocody. Uh Sam, where can they find you? I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. So I guess for the final time... No, technically, we're going to do this outro again next week, I'm sure, right? Uh, you'll do the song. I, so for the final time for you, Sam, I want you to take it away with gusto. <clears throat> we are just two geeks who hot games. Do, 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 do. Thank you. That was beautiful. I love that so much. I really wanted Aloy is staring at you like, what's happening, like, what human? What the fuck? What was that? What are you doing with the noises? <laughs>